The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to Slogging It. Uh, This is our look back at the last week in cricket. Plenty to discuss. As always, I am joined by two wonderful, wonderful humans, uh, Robbo and Eugene. Robbo, you first this week. A bit of white wine. Uh, I haven't made the big smoke delivery to you yet, have I? No, you haven't um, made. To be fair, I just fancied a a bit of white wine this evening. Yeah? I had a a nice little chicken number for dinner. Nice. uh, Thought I'll have a glass of white wine with that, and well, you can't leave the bottle unfinished, can you? So, <laughs> no, that's, that's um, very true. Nobody's a quitter. No, no, it's no, no one ever there's likes one thing, that. So. There's one thing we are on soaking it. It's committed, right? Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, whether so, that's finishing bottles of wine. Or, <laughs> you know. So, um, so yeah, I've gone for the gold glass of uh, New Zealand serving serving non blanc. Nice. Oh, is this uh, what's left over from what you expected my wife to drink when we yeah, came round? Yeah, when the, she 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 let me down a little bit, if I'm honest. But I'll let yeah, you. Yeah portray that message onwards because um, she'll <laughs> yeah, eat me alive. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, and also, of course, the other wonderful human being joining us this evening is Eugene Berger, uh, armed with a glass of red. I am, I am, yes. Uh, I, it's my um, it's my painkiller this uh, this fine evening uh, because I'm sure like the rest of us, we've all had our first round of golf as well as first nets. So the body uh, is in pain that you haven't experienced shock, unless you've given it? birth yeah it's just shock uh, so i mean we were talking about this off air so we'll, we'll, we'll cover this first um obviously great to be back for me join a new club great to actually meet the lads not on a zoom call um but you know tuesday was the net the night i netted and obviously the weather was fantastic which is great and it obviously allowed people to just be really excited and get up for playing cricket again but I played golf Monday and Tuesday, obviously, because we were allowed again, and then went straight to Nets, more with a view to just say hello to the lads. But I got there, and the skipper went, oh, yeah, you're bowling in, the, in this group, mate. You're one of the seamers in this first group. So I trudged back to the car, got my stuff, and then spent an hour and a half kind of bowling slower and slower and slower, and my <laughs> arm getting lower and lower, and me kind bowling of falling backwards. away. <laughs> um and then ever since, literally today is the first day that I can walk. I mean, you, you see, I saw you on, on Thursday and I mean, I, I literally had to hold the handrail to, to walk down the stairs one at a time. Like, it's embarrassing. It was very funny to watch you in a little bit of pain. The limp was the greatest though, um, oh, obviously. Oh, my, yeah, yeah you yeah, front ankles, foot. Ankles. Yeah, everything that goes through it. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is why I haven't stood up tonight because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you actually managed to bowl at that Sunday because we played golf together on the on Tuesday, and I can remember saying to you on the 18th, you'd, you'd knocked, you you did a decent approach that looked from the fairway like it had gone in, and I said to you as we were walking up the hill, I went, I genuinely hope that's gone in, for two reasons: one, because it'd be a ridiculous two, <laughs> and two, because he'd have to bend over and pick it out the hole, <laughs> and couldn't just flick it up with the back of his putter. 
give myself a 15 foot gimme (laughs) we were playing golf with my 65 year old father who it was his first time playing golf and he's not the most athletic uh the only thing that is is the rash between his toes um and he uh, he was struggling to get up the hill. It was like that comedy scene where he's got his golf cart in front of him and it's pulling him up whilst he's on his face. Um, however, yeah, I don't know who was walking worse, him or Jono. For, so for Jono to then go and bowl for an hour and a half afterwards is is, is impressive. Yeah, carnage, mate, carnage. I've been in absolute pieces ever since this week. So, um, But yeah, absolutely overjoyed to, to be back doing what we love. Uh, very exciting. I know that... Um, I, I spoke to a mate of mine from uh, Didsbury Cricket Club in the Cheshire County League to, uh, a couple of days ago, and they had their first pre-season today. Now, I said to him, make sure you pack like enough jumpers. Um, I was like, don't do the beanie thing. Don't do the hoodie underneath the jumper thing. Like, you know, so just be cold. Just be cold. Pre-season. Outdoor pre-season match today against another club. Although, to be fair, today, I don't know what it's like down in London, huge, but here, I mean, I've played golf, hence why I'm wearing my ridiculous, like, high- highlighter pink uh, golf mm-hmm. shirt. Um, but, uh, yeah, today it's actually been reasonably nice here, si, hasn't yeah, it? It has been nice, yeah. It's been, it's been a lovely day. I've been, been out been in the It's freezing cold down here, and apparently it's supposed to snow here on Monday. Mm. Oh, right. We, no, ours is next Saturday, it's due. We've got 60, 60% chance of snow next week, next weekend. And you know what the funny thing is? Is that the county game started on Thursday. Yeah, they're they're going to be playing in the snow. Yeah. Do you remember when they had county games in March about five or six years ago? Just absolutely obscene. There's, there's some things that shouldn't happen, and that's why we can't in the snow. <laughs> they wonder why, yeah, we, why can't, we, got no spinners. we can't produce spinners. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why aren't they getting? Yeah. Why can't? Why can't they get it to dip? Oh, I, I no idea. Uh, <laughs> you know, no wonder Dom. No wonder Dom Best couldn't make it bounce when it was thirty-five <laughs> degrees in Sri Lanka. Hold on, I thought you were the guy. Who, I thought you were the guy who sits on the fence, doesn't abuse anybody. No, I did say that at the time. It was no. Uh, it was. I did just talk about the fact that our, our spinners couldn't make it bounce. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's it's a wonderful thing that we're back to and able to do something that we love. It was the first time that Simon, uh, I've ever seen Simon with bat or ball in his hand. Um, and he, I'm very impressed actually for someone who said, you know, he used to bowl absolute rockets, but he, he uh, considering he hadn't let go of the ball. Bo- since I definitely didn't bowl rockets. <laughs> not, not on, not on, on Thursday. You didn't, but no, I mean, the amount of control no. you, you had no. was, uh, was fantastic. And he can, and he can hold a bat, which is, you know, I, I was pleasantly yeah. surprised yeah. by. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, we should move on to uh, what this is all about. Uh, it is the last week in cricket. Um, we will start with um, England's dismal defeat across all formats uh, against India. Three formats, three losses. Uh, we like we two one. Obviously, everybody will know that by now. I think that uh, good two good things to come out of this. All right, for my money. You may agree or disagree, as we do most of the time. (laughs) Disagree, that is. Um, Sam Curran, um, what a knock. You know, because, and funnily, before that um, match, I see loads of things on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, why why is Curran ahead of Wokes? Why is Wokes not playing? Why is Curran playing? Sam Curran, now... Again, is this bias or not? I don't think it is in his case. Has been earmarked as 
you know, a brilliant or multi-format player all rounder for England for the next 10, 15 years. Uh, and they're they're backing him and they have faith in him. And I think that that um, what he, he ended up on ninety five was it? Or ninety five, yeah. Um, but what you know, when England were let's face it, in the shit. Um, and it was a real in his maturity. I think he paced it brilliantly. Obviously, he didn't quite get it done. But, you know, it, with, without him, without that knock, England were nowhere. Um, the other thing that I thought was really good to see, and it's a shame he didn't convert, but considering all the grief he's had, David, um, great knock. Um, you know, in, the, in that middle order when everything else was falling apart around him, um, he, you know, what we really needed in that, uh, or what England really needed in that one, in that third game, was Jason Roy, uh, Johnny Bairstow, or Ben Stokes to to get a score and probably to to kind of get a, better, a much better start than we did. Didn't happen. I think David and Sam both put their hand up. Uh, I think David will have done himself no uh, no end of good with that performance. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you boys think? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to. Sam Curran, to be fair, it's one of those innings where he was on a... They were on a hiding to nothing. He had no choice but to sort of chance his arm a little bit. And it and it came off. And Do you think Chris got, Wokes could have done that? Played that inning? Chris, that we, Chris inning Wokes has done that, hasn't he? Chris Wokes has done that in Test cricket. He did it against, uh, the, was it the West Indies? Last summer where him and Josh Butler ended up knocking off oh, them or Pakistan. So Pakistan, one of those yeah, two games. Yeah. Pakistan, sorry. Um I think it, 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 Sam Curran in it is one of those weird selections for me because sort of 18 months ago, 12, well, 12, 18 months ago, we were all sat there thinking everyone else must see something in him that the England guys aren't when he was kind of in and out of squads, but he was going to the big bash and he was playing in that constantly. And he was, I don't know if he was in the IPL, but he was playing in the various different T20 franchises and he was literally nailed on, bat six and seven, open the bowling. And and you sit there going right. I've I've the England guys missed out on something, and now the England selectors seem to have gone right. He's that, like six, seven, eight batter in one day cricket. In Test cricket, he he bats at eight. Um, it's an it's another one. Like you look at his stats, bowling. I'm not quite sure. I think he will end up being a middle order batter. Who bowls, bowls occasionally? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he'll end up being um, a sort of number six. Like you look at some of that England middle order now, like Owen Morgan's what thirty three, thirty four. They're looking at that kind of middle order role as Is someone. Is that not happened can... to Ben Stokes to a degree though? Because he's now a bit of a horses for courses bowler, isn't he? It's kind of based on conditions rather than him being seen as a frontline. Uh, you know, one of the frontline five, or you know, mm. he's not really seen as a. He's an option, isn't he? Rather than someone who is. He, I think, in times gone by, he was very much seen as the fourth seamer, or he was one of the five bowlers in a T Twenty side or a one day side. I don't know. I mean, you should be interesting to get your perspective on 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 it, whether it's we're seeing a similar kind of thing happen with Curran as we have with Stokes. A hundred percent, I think we are. Um... I think more importantly, he was earmarked to open the batting for CSK and the IPL for a numerous amount of games. So they obviously saw, um, you know, some <coughs> talent in, in terms of what he could do from a batting perspective. Uh, I, first of all, I really hope he um, bought everyone inside a pint for 100 avoidance, mm. obviously, as you do. It's not mm. his fault. Um, it's, not, it's not the side's fault that he didn't get to his 100. Um, and then I suppose there was the old adage problem with England's middle order again, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so reliant on the top order. Top order didn't fire in the last game. You know, yeah, admittedly, Milan scored a couple of runs and then you'd argue Curran's batting mm-hmm. in the lower order instead of the middle order for when he came yeah, and yeah, he scored yeah, that. Yeah, no, so, agree, yeah, yeah. so the middle order missed out again. But I think I said this on one of the other Friday, you know, one of the other um, this week's in crickets and that I think that they're just getting ready for the T20 World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, they've picked their T20 side, their one-day side, and the players are going to be, you know, they're basically just grooming the players to be prepped and ready for, for that World Cup, which is now in India. So, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think we've missed a trick, Huge, by not um, flicking, like India did with the batting order, and we spoke about this last week, um, and it came to fruition this week, but like, like say, there's guys in like the lower middle order who, who haven't had much of a gut. Even Ben Stokes, to a certain extent, he got an unbelievable 99 in that second ODI, but he's not had a lot of batting. Um, do you think England were sort of found wanting a little bit with not those guys not having a lot of batting? I thought they tried it with Ben Stokes. So, you know, moving Ben Stokes up to three because he normally bats in the middle order. So I thought that was sort of, you know, a little bit of initiative or ingenuity in terms of what they were doing. But they should have done it with more people. You know, I totally agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's again... Bowlers, we just need to find more bowlers. Mm. I know it's a it's a batsman game in this world, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the bowlers were unable to 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 restrict them, and then the batters did their best to. to I think what did they lose by fifteen? I in think the it's always like interesting to remember um, that when when it comes to these international tournaments, people, a lot of people are going on about oh the the wickets are going to be exactly the same when England come to. Um, the World T20 World, the T20 World Cup in India later on this year, the BCCI will not have control over the style of wickets, much the same as you know the wicket that was um, present for the World Cup final, England against uh, New Zealand at uh, Lords. wasn't yeah. It wasn't a wicket that we would have um, or the, the Owen Morgan would have asked them to prepare. It's decided by the ICC. So you know whether or not I personally think that the BCCI own the ICC and tell them what to do or not is a different matter. But um, I think What are your thoughts on that, Johnny? Uh, my feelings on that, Simon, have been very well documented and we will not be going back into that this evening. Um, but yeah, it's, it is interesting that uh, pe- people forget that uh, the BCCI will not have power over what kind of wickets are prepared during the T20 World Cup. Uh, and we all know that there are amazing... Um, some of the wickets that they prepare in the IPL promote really good cricket, and you know the seamers get a decent amount out of it, and then you can it can be two hundred plus plays two hundred plus, uh, much like it was in the last uh, twenty sixteen T um, Twenty World mm. Cup that was played in India. So yeah, that that went well for England, didn't it? Uh, well, I mean, other than the last four balls, yes. Remember the, the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know why he told us to do that, because he's gone on to do very little since, uh, in, in fairness. <laughs> I'll tell you what he has done. He's earned a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so there we go. So that was India versus England. Uh, next, South Africa, Pakistan, Eugene. Um, the first of the one-day games uh, played up in the high felt. Um, brilliant game of cricket. Unbelievable game of cricket. I mean, uh, you know, we, we spoke about this off-air. Uh, South Africa... Slow start, uh, well, a reasonably quick start, but then, but then all of a sudden lost a stat load of wickets. Um, but Rassi van der Dussen, brilliant, 123 and out. Um, and then the, Pakistan were cruising. 
and you know all the stuff over social media was all South Africa's bonus tax, toothless, having a brilliant start from Ngidi and Rabada. Um, but then all of a sudden, Anrik Norkia just comes in, rips out three of them, get Nick's Babarazam off the ball after he gets to his hundred. Uh, we will come on to him separately in a second. Um, but then right down to the last ball, and obviously uh, Pakistan nicked it. But it looks like it's shaping up to be a really good series. Now. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what else to add there. You covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, brilliant. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, Babra Zam. Let's talk Babra Zam for a minute. Um, Eugene presented us with a stat uh, just before we came on air. Eugene, do you want to go through that? Yeah, um, it was interesting. Obviously saw him score his 100, which was a fantastic 100 that he scored. His 1300. Um, he is the fastest to 1300s uh, alongside Meg Lanning um, in the women's game. So what a stat. I also saw that runs-wise... Um, in terms of the runs that they've scored, he's only second to Hashim Amla. By the way, he's only second to ha- or Hashim Amla is second to him in the hundreds, um, and third in the hundreds is uh, Virat Kohli. So, um, what a player! I mean, just just unbelievable. You know, I think I was saying this all fair to you guys is that when we were watching that game, I don't think anything, everything was out the middle. Just it was just unbelievable. I, I think the one he nicked was even out of the middle, the, the middle <laughs> of the edge. <laughs> yeah, it's mad though, isn't it? But I, I don't know whether it's because he's from Pakistan or not, but he probably won't be afforded the plaudits that um, Amla and Virat Kohli would have been in their particular situations. You know, aren't, aren't these guys a mate? Like Babra Zam, let's make no mistake, is an absolute rocket of a batter. He is unbelievable. Like, you know, brilliant. Where, where would you rank him in the world at the minute? You know, obviously, everyone talks about this big three, big Cross four. Cross format, he's got to be... I mean, he's got to be right up there. I mean, you know, and again, is it because he plays for Pakistan that he's probably not sort of spoken about in in the same realms as those four? I mean, you know, Root kind of fell out of it and then it became the big three, but then obviously Sri Lanka and the first to test in it against India, you know, double hundreds for fun, and all of a sudden he, he's he's spoken about in the in those circles again. But I mean, Babar Azam, unbelievable across all three formats. He's he's a true multi-format cricketer. Um, he came over and played for Somerset, didn't he? Um, he was there overseas mm. and, did, and did really well for him. Um, mm. So, so yeah, you know what? What a, a record! Um, I quite like that sign that you said that the you know does he now get added to the big three or big four? Can we just call it the big five now? There's a debate whether Joe Root's in that. I think I think to be fair, if Joe Root had played in the one day series against India and scored runs, I think it would have been it would have been a no brainer to put Joe Root back in that. Kane Williamson, Virat Kohli, Steve Smith, Barbara Zam. Isn't he there already, like, though? There, the... I mean, he scored huge runs in Sri Lanka. I, I, don't, I, and, and, and... I don't think Joe Not cross-format. Not cross-format for me. You think about you think about the other two... people that are in there. So, Smith scores runs in all three formats. Yeah, he's had a bit of a lean time in T20 recently, yeah. but is a multi-format cricketer. And don't get me wrong, I think the England captain's an amazing bats- batsman, but you look at Williamson, three formats, Kohli, three formats... Azam, um, three, four. The Bouchain, or whatever you want to call him, Eugene. It's is the only one that you'd say. Yeah, what you said. Um, like for me, there's those there's those six, possibly, that are the. the you go across the other yeah. sort of the standouts in, in, in world cricket at the minute. You just, you just made me think about something from the last test, from the last one day series with England there. And I know this is we're talking about South Africa, Pakistan here, but did England not miss route in that last series? Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have lost that first test if Joe. Root I'm talking about the one days. 
One day. Talking about the one day. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. It, the one, they won't. They wouldn't have lost that first one day international if if Joe Root was batting at three. 100, 140 for one or fifteen overs. There are, you're always a bit. Me, well, the the counter argument to that is you're always a, bit, a better player when you're out the side. Yeah, yeah, valid. But I think the way Joe Root played, I think England missed a trick. I, and I've said this before. I've said if if Milan is your number three in T Twenty cricket, and you're trying to say that the one day team is an extension, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then and and Root's your number three in one day cricket. Everyone's saying that Root should be the number three in T Twenty cricket. Well, therefore, by my logic, if Root's not playing, Milan comes in. If that's yeah, if that's what you're saying, yeah, no, I, I think if England have had Milan in that first one, I think if England have had Milan in that first no, one day, they'd have won that game. They'd have won that game. No, I, that that start they got off to what they needed at that point was someone just to work someone it around. Can, and, yeah. Someone could go in, scores at run a ball yeah. to start off with, and 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 yeah. Uh, but back to the thing, I, for me, Bob. I mean, if you were picking a world one day team at the minute, you've got a pretty good middle order. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the poor bloke batting at six is not going to be happy. No. And it's probably looking like Joe Root, if you're being honest. Uh, three, four, five, six, and seven to a certain extent, if you want. Well, one of them's going to have to open the batting. Virat, you're up. Yeah, yeah. You're up yeah. top, mate. Oh, he does open for C- uh, for Rajasthan Royals. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, great knock from uh, Barbara Zama. I'll be keeping a keen eye on what happens with the rest of that series. I think it, it could go either mm. way. I think it's going to be really tight. Um, you, you mentioned one person in that series, John. Actually, I think is is could forge their way into that, and that's Rassi van der Dusen. I think, mate, I think he's quality. I said Rassi van der Dusen looks a proper proper player. Well, I said, didn't I, when we were talking about the captaincy and whatever? I I said that mm. I might have gone with Rassi. I know he's older; he's thirty one, I think. But I think the way he goes about, he, way he holds himself, I, I think you know he's not scared to have a word. Uh, you know, I, I, th- I think he's. You know, some might say he's a bit of a dick on the pitch, but. Three format cricketer. Um, I know that they've decided to go red ball and then with e- Elgar and then white ball with Temba Bavuma. Um, but you know, had they have gone for a three a th- all format captain, maybe Van der Dusen might have got it. Um, mm. But yeah, you know, maybe he didn't want it. Maybe he was spoken to about it. Again, this we're hypothesising because we don't know. We're not, obviously not party to these kind of conversations. Um, but yeah, really exciting um, season um, series on the cards there. Um, moving on, uh, West Indies and Sri Lanka played a test match. Uh, you guys know more about this when than I do. I know it ended in a draw. I know it was a real up and down game. Sri Lanka got bowled out for Nafal in the first, or a low, lowish score in the first innings, but then made a big score in the second innings, and then it played out to to be a draw. Didn't it? No, that was so the that first. Was the first, test. first test. That was the first test. Oh. Second test, it was uh, West Indies batted first, did okay. Sri Lanka batted second, did okay. Uh, Rakim Cornwall got another eighty odd. Right. Is so, this when Josh got? I mean, out trying to up. Josh got one. Josh got one first dig, and then got in the second dig. They were trying to set a score. He got thirty or oh, 25, twenty-five, thirty. Or yeah, yeah. Off off nine balls or oh, something, right. just to try and settle the game. And it strikes me as it was probably a very flat one because I think Sri Lanka ended up a hundred and something for two. One ninety-ish, one ninety-three or something. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who batted at four or whatever had ten off seventy-five oh, balls right. or something. To, right. Yeah, which um, which I'd rather watch Rakim Cornwall bat. Yeah, yeah. So, um, doesn't hold um, much back, old Rakim, does he? Um, no, no. Including cash in his pocket when he's in the chip shop. 
Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, Australian women. Apparently. Australian women, New Zealand women. Um, two of the great, you know, T20 or one-day sides in the women's game. Uh, two of the top three, you'd say, mm. with England being the other one. Uh, but New Zealand, uh, they've had one match abandoned. Uh, they played the first one, and New Zealand are 1-0 up, uh, with two games effectively having been played. Um, so, so yeah, um, you know. Another nail-biter. Last ball game, last ball finish that too. Yeah, the yeah, first game. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, there's some there's some real good cricket being played at the moment. Um, I think there's a lot of close cricket being played. I don't know whether it's actually good cricket. Good cricket. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of close cricket being played. Uh, uh, when you rather have games like that, though, you'd rather have closer <laughs> games than yeah. you know, people just one side. I mean. Well, you'd rather it be entertaining, yeah. You'd rather it be entertaining than, than let's say, the Sri Lanka-West Indies game that we spoke mm-hmm. about. It ends up being 190 for two, chasing 400 on the last day. Like, there's, there's no fun to... Anyway, Talking of entertaining uh, and staying with the New Zealand theme, New Zealand, uh, the New Zealand men are playing against Bangladesh uh, and are 2-0 up in the series. Now, one of them got reduced to 10 overs, the other one, uh, two T20 series. The other one, I think, again, was rain reduced to seven. I think New Zealand got 17 and a half overs. And then uh, D, uh, Duckworth Lewis, I think Bangladesh had um, 16 overs or whatever and lost. But in the second one, it was basically a T10. New Zealand put up 141 for four in 10 overs. Like there were two guys at the end who got eleven off seven balls and six balls respectively, and looked like they were basically blocking it. Like <laughs> Martin Guptill, I mean, who we all know, a strikes a massive ball, but you know can go off at like a train at times. And then there's another lad who I don't know, uh, I've I've not seen him play, but he got seventy odd off about five, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, he struck them. Oh ball. yeah, yeah. No, he, 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 they, all, they all they all went for twelve. Finn Allen. Um... There ought to be. There ought to be. A, there ought to be a rule in cricket. You know, and now they can measure that in international cricket. There ought to be. If it goes past the hundred, let's say hundred and five meters, that's that's a nine. Like that's now they're measuring it all. If you get hit miles, yeah. then no, let's make it a nine. Let's just yeah entertainment value. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, it'd have been a hell of a game to watch. Um... Mm. I say that the first the first half would have been Bangladesh didn't really make much of a fist of it by all accounts. Um, I think they did they get. I think you're under so much pressure chasing that score. You're under so much pressure. I watched the a 2015 IPL rerun today where Chris Gale got 100 million. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've been actually. I've I've fitted a radiator and done the garden today. I had five minutes and watched the cricket. The right size this time, is it? Yes, it is the right size this time. It fits perfectly and it's hot and everything. <laughs> I, I, I do have to give a shout out though. You know, Finn Allen used to play in Bronsbury in the Middlesex League. So another really? another Middlesex player playing for New Zealand. Those guys always come over and play in the YCs, the New Zealand um, youngsters. Yeah. And, you know, they are just cashing in right now. Um, I'm pretty sure Glenn Phillips was also involved in the YCs and played for, for one of our yeah. clubs over here. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great shout out to, to one, the, 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 the YCs. But also, yeah, obviously, yeah, exactly, Middlesex, yeah. the Middlesex County Cricket mm. League. So, yeah. yeah. Um, right. So Indeed. that's uh, that's this week in cricket from an international perspective. Obviously, we've spoken about our um, our own forays, forays back into forays. back into uh, yeah training and, and preparation for the for the new season. We hope that everybody who listens to this has also um, had the opportunity to get outside and, and start testing the skills ahead of. Uh, what we hope will be a full season. It certainly looks like it. Um, 
I, I must mention this, actually. So on April Fool's Day, um, Eugene got me with a belter. Um, and I had a massive bite at it. So basically, what he, this, this text came through saying, um, the ECB have come, and we've heard, just heard this from the league, and every league game across the entire country this year is going to be 20 over T20. So I was like, no! What? This is, this is ridiculous. And then obviously, like one of, some, one of the other lads in the group just went, Jono, what day is it? I was like, you, you're a dickhead. But because it was so early in the morning, Johnny replied Wednesday, which wasn't quite the answer anyone was after. But I then uh, I then decided to put it in my new group chat. So and, and the best thing about it was that which I'm also yeah, in, by the way. Um, but you never check your phone, so I was never going to get you with it. No, that's valid. Um, but our director of cricket, um, I, I text him afterwards, five minutes, ten minutes later, basically saying, "Mick, don't worry, it's just a wind up." But by this point, he'd already oh, no. he'd already text the chairman of the league. Oh no! <laughs> going, what's it? What's up? What does it come out from the ECB? What is it? Why have we heard nothing about this? Right? And then <laughs> he's obviously seen my text message. And before the chairman of the league come back, he's gone. Don't worry, it's just some twat from the cricket club having a laugh because it's April Fool's Day. Um, so I saw him at training on Thursday night. I was like, sorry, mate. He's like, don't worry, you got me good and proper. Um, but yeah, so if there if there are any funny um, funny uh, April Fool stories from you or your club or whatever, then please do send them into us. Um, what what a question I want to know is what is going to be the beverage of choice at drinks this Saturday? Bovril. Is it going to be in a Bovril? Is it is it going to be a Bovril? Because which is a, I mean, you've got to be of a certain generation to. To enjoy, a I mean, if you're not from our generation, you might refer to it as a warm beef consomme. <laughs> Bovril is meant for toast. Let's just get that clear. What? No, Bovril is meant for what? toast. Bo- no, Bovril's a drink, you no. knobhead. No, it's not. Bovril's gravy. It's fundamentally gravy. It's Why is gravy. it in the same aisle as jam and peanut butter? You're talking about marmite. It comes in a jar. <laughs> Because it comes in a jar. That is a salt. <laughs> link you, the jam you northerners again. Yes. Oh. Well, is it is it going to be a whiskey infused coffee? Maybe that Ooh. you might have it. Drink an Irish coffee. Nice. I, like I mean that, that. Yeah, a bit of an Irish coffee. Or are people just going to go for the standard, heinously strong cordial oh. that normally comes out at drinks yeah. break? Frozen. Well, you feel like you've got to. Where you feel like you've got to spit in it to make it. I'm to not even sure where the drinks. I'm not even sure where the drinks are allowed at the minute. Are they? No, you have to have your own drinks. Uh, they, were, they, they did drinks last year. Oh, they? they did drinks oh, right, last year. Okay. Just they? not yeah. lunch, yeah. Although the, the one thing I am interested yeah, in... Which makes no sense yeah, at yeah, all, the, by the way. The one thing I am interested in is there's, there's not allowed to be any clubhouses open. So yeah. do you have to go... Yeah, and, not, yeah is it? No, April, April the 12th, 12th yeah. so Monday. So anybody that's playing the pre-season games, i.e. next weekend, this weekend coming, mm. you're going to have to go and have a, a wares in the, in the ditch or against a tree. Oh, right. I, 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 I was more concerned yeah. with... Drinks after the game, but I, I love the fact that you're talking about pissing against a tree. Yeah. Um, or I tell you what, do you know what you sat watching? The the fuel economy levels of club cricketers at the next week are going to be a diabolical because everyone's going to have the engines running with the heaters on. <laughs> yeah. Like the CO two emissions around club cricket grounds next weekend are going to be through the roof. Greta Thunberg is going to have a mind <laughs> melt. Sitting, no. sitting there, fully padded up in the warm, just. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, unless there's unless there's a team with taxi drivers with Priuses knocking about everywhere, then that's uh, we, we 
it's not going to happen. You reckon people are going to run their cars while fully padded up, sitting in the back seat just to keep warm because you're not allowed inside? Well, no, I am. I know I am. So <laughs> I'm playing on Sunday, I'll be honest. Um... I'll have the windows open so I can communicate with my teammates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The heating will be on. Yeah. yeah. Full... What number am I, Captain? <laughs> Full I will be in the car. <laughs> Nine? I'm staying in here for a while. Yeah. Give it gives it gives it a shout when number eight goes in. Um yeah. so yeah, so that was that. Uh, one thing I do just want to mention, um our our primary sponsors, Woodstock uh, cricket, had a had a right result this week. So um obviously you two are aware. Can we talk about it, Tony? Because you're obviously going to talk about it's like a proud dad, proud dad, and we like fair play to Woodstock. Me and Eugene aren't involved in Woodstock. Johnny very much is. But fair play to Woodstock. They they do very well with us and we're all fortunate enough to be using Woodstock kit, which is now, according to the only reputable cricket magazine, the best bat you can buy. Mm. And it's not just the best bat, it's also the second best bat. So anyone who tries to do what you do with a wine list and go for the second one down because you don't want to look like a cheapskate or you don't want to buy the most expensive, depending on which way you've got the menu, you're still going to buy a Woodstock if you've got half a brain. So well done, Jono. You've got a lot to do that. I know John, who makes the bats, does a, does an absolutely amazing job for you. Um, but no, credit where credit's due to you guys at Woodstock for all the work you're putting in. And um, yeah, thank you for all the the help you give us as well. I think I think that's genuinely the nicest thing Simon's ever said to me, and he wasn't even talking about. Yeah, don't me. get used to it, mate. Uh, it was <laughs> talking about the best. No, it's very very kind. Thank you, mate. Yeah, no, it's been, it's an amazing result for us to to be um, to come up against the all of the big brands, the Spart, uh, the Grey Nichols, the Gunnamores, the Cookeros, the New Balances, the Adidas, and to not only win first place, which we have done before, but we've done something that no one's ever done before by winning first and second place. The two bats we put in were the top two bats, uh, which which is an amazing day for us. So uh, I kind of floated, despite not being able to walk because after Tuesday in the Nets and the two games of golf, I kind of floated through Thursday afternoon. Um, so, yeah, so that's been amazing. So, um, yeah, um, that was this, this week in cricket. Um, the golf day, I mean, I think we've, We've ba- I think we're basically sold out. We might have like one team left. Um, that's just gone phenomenally well. The three of them. Well, you have tickets to the evening do. If people yeah. want to court to the evening do, you can get a ticket for a three course meal at Forest Island. It's a Marriott Hotel. It's a lovely, lovely spot. It's seven, I think it's seventy pounds, aren't they, for an evening yeah, ticket? For an evening ticket. Yeah. Seventy-five pounds yeah. for an evening ticket. And um, we'll be doing a Q and A with uh, the, the celebrities we've got, and um, there'll be a bit of a charity auction, so you can. Win yourself and purchase yourself some uh, some amazing some stuff. Actually, we we have we we yeah. lined up some amazing amazing stuff. Um, yeah, which so. is yeah, no, all all very exciting. The three of us uh, are going to be going down there to uh, basically plan where we can put all the the bars um, <laughs> throughout the course in in within the next month. So uh, yes, exciting times. Um, if you haven't already, make sure that you check out the interviews. All of our interviews, whatever ones that you've not yet listened to, they're all amazing. Uh, the latest ones, uh, Dr. Amy Ziski, uh, Tom Smith, like that interview Simo. Is just, it's just mind blowing. Simo as well, mind blowing. Yeah. Like talking about situation and uh, situations and things that his mum had to go through, which we didn't know was going to come up, but it was amazing uh, to to hear him mm. open up about that. Um, 
this week coming, we've got uh, Dan Norcross from TMS. Uh, his interview is going to be coming out, which again was amazing. Like, in- incredible, incredible man. Um, so that'll be coming out on Thursday, which we're very, very excited about. Uh, excited to share that with you. Um, but yeah, uh, Cricket Day, uh, 29th of August at um, against the fire service at Tick Hill in South Yorkshire. Uh, I've got something to tell you two about that I haven't yet told you about, which is really, really exciting. Um, Go on. And I'll tell you about it off air in a minute. Ah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, thank you for your continued support of not only us, but the Lord's Taverners. Uh, please make sure you subscribe to us. It's not just about likes and downloading subscriptions uh, to the podcast. Basically, all it make, the only difference it makes to you is that you are alerted when a new one comes out. I mean, you have to listen to it, uh, but please do subscribe because it really helps us with the ratings. Uh, please do uh, reviewers on Apple or whatever. Um, and yeah, again, any suggestions? Thanks for all the ones that keep coming in. Uh, but if there's any more, then please do let us know. Info at sloggingit.co.uk. Um, much love, everybody. Uh, this has been the least argumentative one of these that the three of us have done together probably ever, which is nice for a change. Um, but yeah, uh, we will see you on Thursday with the uh, episode that comes out with Dan Norcross. And yeah, we will be back with another one of these next week. So uh, lots of love. See you soon. Tara. Sports Social Podcast Network.